WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. A team at the University of Illinois has developed a portable, fast-acting COVID test that can produce the results in as little as a half an hour from a saliva sample. The research was led by Professor Huilin Zhou, who teaches chemical and biomolecular engineering at the university and is currently in the prototype phase. The handheld battery-powered testing device has many components that can be 3D printed and is able to be used by anyone with minimal training, leading to its roughly $78 estimated cost with an additional $6 to $7 per test. Show's library recently discovered a new technology called scalable and portable testing that allows for more accurate, efficient testing of easy-to-acquire saliva samples. Researchers are also interested in utilizing this technology for other kinds of tests, such as recognizing genetic markers for certain types of cancer cells in saliva. The Enhanced Child Tax Credit will start to go out July 15th and will give the eligible parents monthly payments of $300 for each child under 6 and $250 for each child under 18 although this amount could be smaller depending on household income. This is a part of the American Rescue Plan and covers 88% of children in the U.S. Eligibility for the credit is based on 2020 taxes, and the IRS has set up an online portal to reach low-income families that do not typically file taxes. The portal is planned to become active before July, and parents can also update information from their taxes or opt-out if needed. The proposal to form a 9-11-style commission to investigate the January 6th Capitol insurrection advanced in Congress yesterday, despite some opposition. The Democratic-supported commission is slated to be voted on by the House of Representatives today. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell made his opposition apparent when he stated that he was pushing the pause button on voting in favor of the commission, similarly to fellow Republican minority leader and Trump ally Kevin McCarthy. However, McConnell did say the Republicans would be willing to listen to Democrats' arguments on this controversial proposal. The Biden administration has committed to sending 20 million more doses of the United States' surplus supply of the Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccines to other countries. The announcement came Monday and will supplement the 60 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine that the U.S. has already promised to the international vaccination effort. Biden made clear that these shipments of vaccines are not dependent on favors from other countries, contrasting his efforts with those of China and Russia. However, the AstraZeneca vaccine must first receive FDA approval before it can be sent to other countries. The U.S. will work with the World Health Organization's Global Vaccination Access Program, COVAX, to ensure that the doses are allocated equitably, and Biden says he will share the progress in the international vaccination efforts at the G7 summit in June. As the fighting between Israel and Hamas continues, President Joe Biden privately warned Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that calls from Congress and the international community to change Israel's tactics can't be held back much longer. President Biden previously told the Prime Minister that Israel had a right to defend itself, which harnessed criticism from Democratic members of Congress and Jewish groups. Monday night, an Israeli airstrike hit a street outside of the Al-Ramal Health Clinic, damaging the only lab that processes COVID-19 tests in Gaza. 
Landfills and sewage systems have also been impacted, leaving Gaza residents with trash buildup and little clean water. According to the New York Times, a source revealed that there are ceasefire talks between Israel and Hamas, saying Egypt and the United Nations are working together to restore calm. However, a senior Israeli government official said Israel is not ready for a ceasefire yet. That's all for today. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.